Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast. This is Liam O'Brien. Today I want to share with you about becoming a lifelong learner. This has been a journey of mine for many, many years and something I've observed through the people that I've had the benefit of walking with who have been mentors and people whom I've looked up to. One of my favorite quotes, which I read many, many years ago, is by B.C. Forbes, the founder of the Forbes magazine. And his quote was, A price has to be paid for success. Almost invariably, those who have reached the summits, worked harder and longer, studied and planned more assiduously, practiced more self-denial, overcame more difficulties than those who have not risen so far. And I think there's a lot in that and definitely a multi-layered quote. But the part that I want to focus on in today's uh, talk is around the studied uh, acidity. And I think the to be able to be a, a continual learner and practice the discipline of learning, and this was really driven home by a Christian businessman who I came to follow and know a little bit, and he made a comment that most Christians are unwilling to spend money on their brains. And I think that that's broader than just Christians. Most people are unwilling to spend money on their brains, on learning and developing. And that individual I'm talking about, uh, I think in his late 20s, was illiterate. And by you know, some decades later, was a very wealthy, influential business leader around the globe. And he taught himself to read literally from a dictionary of trying to understand word by word by word by word. And he made the comment that if someone comes to him for mentorship, he would give them a, a task. And it was only one task. But he'd go, he'd say to them, go away and read 500 biographies and then let's talk about mentor-mentee relationship. And I always remember hearing that and, you know, that could be taken from a lot of different angles of it's a very high hurdle or, you know, a lot of different perspectives you take from that. I think I'd heard uh, from him that he was up to 6,000 plus uh, biographies he's read in his lifetime. So I, it got me thinking of why did he say that? And as a very successful individual, a very influential individual, very wealthy individual, and a, a solid statesman, a kingdom statesman, I would probably describe him as, why would he say biographies, not business books or books on theology or anything like that? And it got me thinking about that post, that comment that I heard. And I think the thing about biographies, and it's certainly in scripture as well, is if you look at a biography, if you've read any any number of biographies, there seems to be a couple of common elements to that. Generally, one, if someone's had a fairly ordinary life, so to speak, and I'm not downplaying that in any way, shape, or form, they generally don't have a biography written about them. There's there's something that they've either attained or a dream or a desire in their heart that they've pursued and they've they attain that. Or there's something which they had such massive 
difficulties or an obstacle in their life or their walk they have to overcome. And I think there's, by continually feeding your spirit, continually feeding your mind, continually feeding your soul with hearing these people who faced all sorts of challenges but continue to be persistent and continue to move forward in those and overcome that. And we read that in Scripture. We read that in you know the lives of many of the biblical heroes that we uh, read about the heroes of the faith, how they had the tenacity, how they had the continuous persistence to go after that which they felt the Lord had called them to. So we see it in Scripture. We see it in and around about us. And I think it really resonated, or at least uh, I understood it clearly when he said biographies of by building ourselves up and encouraging ourselves, look, if these other people can do it who may have come from very low basis, either economically or education, or they've come from a difficulty or whatever the challenge is, that it encourages us to be able to reach within ourselves and reach reach forward and say, hey, look, if these people can do it, we can, I can do it. I can achieve my, the dream that I've got purposed in my heart and I can go after that and it can be done. And I think you can glean from all those individuals or and from scripture about those people who have gone after those things and take a portion of that and, and ask the question of how does this apply to me? How does this apply to my dreams? How does this apply to the purposes in my heart? What can I learn from their journey that I can take away and apply in my life? And not all... Not everything we read, not everything that, uh, or biographies for that matter, may completely resonate with us. But generally we can find one or two things at least that really resonate or some takeaways that we can take um, and apply to our own lives and, and cherish those gems that we find in there. I remember Warren Buffett also, when he was asked somewhere, and I think this was on a public platform that he may have been been interviewed or something, and someone asked him, what is the best investment? And Warren Buffett, we most of us would know, is one of the most uh, successful uh, investors of our generation. And he's, he commented back to the person asking this question was, the best investment you can make is on your brains. And again, it's the reiterating the continual learning, the continual growing and continual uh, expanding the elasticity of our brains and the neuroplasticity of our brains uh, to be able to learn new things and, and expand our perspectives without uh, exposing ourselves such to books and courses and things like that. Uh, we can have a fairly narrow perspective uh, and it's only when we expose ourselves to those things can those expe- uh, perspectives start to expand. So just wanted to bring this back to practical and, again, encourage everyone to be lifelong learners. And as I mentioned earlier, some of the people that I've had the benefit to be able to walk life with of individuals, many, many, many of those very sort of successful people who I would regard and and I regard success not just in a monetary value or a status or anything which can be 
worldly but i've also measured that in their family and their friends and some of those deeper relationships which truly matter more so do they have fruit in all areas of their lives and one consistent thing which i observed across those individuals is they were always reading they always had books they always had something which they were learning about on any number of topics. It could be Christian books, it could be kingdom books, it could be mystical, it could be business, it could be leadership, it could be health, it could be fitness, uh, it could be biographies, um, it could be anything depending on, also depending on what lane they ran in life. And sometimes those individuals would take and read things in new areas to try and understand that. And yeah, just that continual learning and a continual expanding and it's also a humbling place to do the, to be in that and read those books because part of that is acknowledging that hey i don't know everything in this arena or that arena in life and i'm i'm prepared to humble myself and be a student and learn in that so just boiling this back to practical of what we've got in this day and age and obviously we've got physical books and for me I do a lot more audio books I find I'm I'm a I'm not that fast a reader on physical books in audio books I can consume them at a much faster pace but I also retain them a lot more and that'll vary from person to person um I do find audio books are very valuable for those times when driving and working out or preparing meals or where you've got different things going on in life where it does require a certain amount of physical attention but your mental awareness could could be uh, put, could be consuming a book or taking a course or something in. So I, for me, I've found audio books. I do like physical books, particularly if it's uh, more of a reference-based book. Uh, where there's a lot of points in there. I typically find with most books, and I did hear this once many years ago about how to get the most out of a book from a retention perspective, was to read the contents, familiarize yourself with the contents, which sort of explains where's the book going. Secondly, read the introduction chapter, read, then read the conclusion chapters. So, You've kind of got your mind, your reticular activator in your mind looking at, okay, what are the key points in the content? You've got the opening chapter, which explains a little bit where we're starting from and where we're going. And then you've got the concluding chapter, which explains is often a summary or explains the conclusion. And then you can read through a book and then your mind is already engaged to look for specific things rather than sort of go let rather than it's just allowing it to unfold obviously if you're reading an uh non if you're reading a fiction book it's a different story but i'm re referring to uh, non-fiction books here and then you're uh then then you can go through it that way so physical books i you definitely do those mostly audio books ebooks are fantastic for summarizing because you can in a kindle you can highlight different areas and or things that stand out to you in a book, then you can, within one click, um, you can export to different programs where you actually get a summary of the key uh, quotes in the book or key things that you can take away. And then you've also got summary.com and Blinkist and those that take 
uh, books and basically distill them down to 15, 20 minutes of audio or six or so pages and just really give this the key points out of a book. And I also find them very valuable, particularly if I get a book recommendation and, and I often ask for book recommendations. And so, yeah, if I get a book recommendation, maybe before I dedicate a lot of hours to reading that book or listening to that book, I'll do the summary of it so I can, maybe I don't need to spend the time on it. Maybe I feel I've got the points or those points in that book in a summary format, I can go, okay, I'd like to actually hear that in a longer format now and hear them, hear all those points further expanded. I also heard it once said that most books really only have five or six key points really in it. And you could distill a book down to a couple of pages, but that's the supporting stories. It's the supporting messages that bring out those points. And that's what turns it into a hundred, 200, 300 page book is distilling those points, expanding upon those points so that we remember them and maybe the build up to those points. So I use a combination. I can't say there's one particularly that's uh, better than the other, but I just find for for me a lot of audiobooks. But I encourage you to find it, uh, what it whatever that is for you to continually, uh, you know, continually learn and grow in those areas. And also encourage you to find books in your lane. So if you're a business person, read read business books. Uh, I actually, some years ago, went and constructed a list of books written by billionaires. And the reason I did that was I wanted to understand their journey to where they got. And they're, they're not writing a book from a theory perspective in a business world. These people have you know, started from a certain place and then built up to a certain uh, business that's obviously in excess of a billion dollars. And what was their journey to do that? They weren't writing from a theory perspective. So that was one thing which I have done and I've been chipping away at some of those books uh, and just understanding the the journey that those individuals went on. But if you're you're more in uh, maybe the uh, um, computer... Um, or data science space or you're in the computer science spaces and some of the latest books there or if you're in um, the musical there's there's a lot of different uh, things or it could be a lot I know a lot of people who read a lot of relationship books and counseling and psychology and things and some of those are fantastic as well so I also encourage you find books that are in your lane so to summarize this, be a lifelong learner to be able to get to the full capacity of where, of that which you're supposed to walk in, of those dreams and desires that you have in your heart and those purpose you have in your heart. It generally will require a constant expanding of your your brain of your self and getting big better perspectives and constantly learning and growing as individuals. And I wouldn't say it's easy, but it is a common thread that I have seen through of those people I've been able to engage with and learn from. They have always been lifelong learners. So I just want to encourage you, become a lifelong learner, continually grow, continually read. And yeah, I just wanted to leave you with that encouragement for today. Shalom.